Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. How's it going, Jason? Hey, it's going all right. Yes, mm-hmm. like we're back to normal service after like several weeks of like interruptions of technical and ah, other crap variety. So, <laughs> yeah, but here we are again. And yeah, like last, last time I talked about one of the most important male figures in Bongs today. And this time I figure I'd talk about um, one of the most important female figures in the sense that, you know, it's like it's a nice counterpart and the fact that like everything this lady does these days, it's like, it's like it's fa- it's absolutely fantastic. I'm, I'm talking, of course, of Fumi Yoshinaga, author of Antique Bakery, Flower of Life, and Oku. Also on various um ya- yaoi works, but we'll get to that in a little while. Hmm. Okay. Now, she, now it's like, it's like, I mentioned this because like, she, like, she was doing a lot of stuff for years and like, and... Um, like it's whenever, like whenever, like her, you hear about her new stuff, and you just hear like lots of good things. I mean, she's her skill, her main skill as a writer is that she has an uncanny knack for for um for conveying like like re, real character scenario scenarios. I mean, in the sense that like just the peep the characters in the in the work she depicts just feel real and natural. They don't feel forced. It's just like just real real human emotion and, and interactions in the are, are her skill. Just depicting them over the course. In, in in her works and so far like Antique Bakery is is her must must read series. I mean it was nominated for an Eisner over here, and like yeah for an uh, for an yeah for an uh, yeah, for a, for a Japanese author to get nomination for see what was it um I think it was like I think it was either best best writer artist or best continuing series for Antique Bakery Bakery and that's that's still a major accomplishment for any for any Japanese author absolutely yeah and with this so it's like anti bakery it's not a um real sensational work by any means it's basically just like a really nice char- quiet character driven piece the stories of four four guys who work at a uh, at a at a bake at like um at a bakery store it's like just like a nice fa- fancy uh like nice store that sells fa- fancy cakes and 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 pastries and it's like like main guys are it's like Eiji Kanda it's like a former boxer who after he suffers from detached Finds that he suffers from detached retinas. He has to give up boxing and find something else to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Keichiro Tachibana, the owner of this the shop and main greeter there, whose main tragedy is that he is almost, but not quite as cool and suave as he thinks he is. <laughs> okay, and Yusuke Ono, the uh, main the main cook the cook there, who is best described as a gay of demonic charm, and um, Chikage, who is um, who is um, Keichiro's um, quote unquote manservant. Though his main tragedy is that he is dumber than a sack of hammers, hmm. and the story of Antique Bakery is just top. like following them as they go, th- as they go through each each day. Whether it's just um, dealing with um, un- unruly customers, or dealing with the Christmas rush, or even just like finding, like finding new recipes or stuff. Because it's interesting how um, Ag, even though he's like set up as a, a former delinquent who um, who um, challenges his rage into becoming a boxer, he then. He then finds out that he's got a, a real talent for um for making making pastries, and even though um you, even though Ono who is um really only um got into this just because he found out that oh I happen to have a talent for this, but even though I'm not really like big on making um p- pastries, it's like he figures like like Ono realizes that hey, you know it's like I want it's like I teaching this guy this is this is kind of like makes all the t- stuff I've learned about making pastries worthwhile, and I'm um, with. And with Keichiro, though, it's like he's also got like a, a hidden tragedy in his past. How he was kidnapped as a kid, escaped from his captor, but the case is never actually solved. They never actually found the guy, and the whole reason he sets up this 
this this bakery is because um, he want like the the guy who um captured him fed him um like sweets. It's like while he while he was kidnapped, and so like he he's doing this out of like some like ha- some some folly hmm. of his just to, to um try maybe you know maybe I'll find like the guy who uh, who um so who kidnapped me, and maybe like I'll find some sort of closure to this particular period in my life, and he does, but not not in the way that you'd expect, but. Overall, it's just like it's it's a fun series because like even though it's like it's very character driven, it's very funny because she because Yoshinaga has a great great eye for for character driven humor, and she's and you know, like her art is um spot on for a lot of this stuff, and even when she um does the characters in much more simpler um lines to um illust- illustrate humor, it doesn't come off as forced or gimmicky at all. It's so it's a great great absorbing work, and. And also, especially if you like, if you like pastries and sweets, because like you, you see this, this stuff they're talking about here, and you know, I've got really no interest in like the, the making of uh, all the stuff they talk about here, or or just like the whole like um patissier um work ethic. It's still um like I still like look at something. You know, I'd love to like eat everything they describe in this in this series. That's 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 a great it's a great accomplishment right there. But really, it's it's great character driven stuff. I'd recommend. Recommend just about anyone, even if you're not the kind of guy who goes in for this kind of guy, guy, guy person who goes in for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like I I recommend it just because it's just it's it's that it's that well done. Now that being said, um, the other series or second series that was released from Digital Manga Publishing, mm-hmm. um, Flower of Life. That's it takes a much more um stock premise, basically um like ki- um kids in high school, just like. Talking about like flower of life basically refers to like you're just like your your high school years, like time when you're like, the most potential potential dude just about anything in life. And you've got and she focuses on a cor- on, again another core set of characters, but it's but also like a much larger cast because she's also taking context of taking she's also um talking about a bunch of other um, like entire high school class here. But the main characters are Har- Harutaru, a, a kid a kid who um the like the uh, a kid who's like really really bright and energetic, but he also um recently suffered from a tragedy. He recently overcame leukemia and joined his class late. Um, Shota, um, who becomes um, Harutaro's best friend, a a short chubby um manga like um aspiring mangaka or manga creator, and um Kai, who is basically the otaku of steel. Basically, every negative stereotype you could imagine about otaku, it's like they're this guy right here, and he just it's not that she like she. That this guy's created just to make fun of otaku, but it's just like he is, like he is just like every like all the bad bad points of them. Like he's obsessive, particular, particular. It's like um, driven by sense of like self self superiority. It's like every um, negative aspect of played played to the utter hilt, and it's like it, he's an interesting character because of that. Because if you just like you know just like gone for a guy, oh ho ho, otaku were stupid. Look at this guy. Type of, type of deal. It just would have just been dull. But going from with him, it's much more serious. Especially after he starts betting the main, betting the teacher of the class. Oh really? Yeah, because it's it basically just follows characters over the course of a year year in high school, and you get like the standard thing, standard things like you know, like the like the high school like what are they gonna do for their for like their cult, culture festival, culture festival event? What um how is everyone gonna have, what's everyone gonna do for Christmas? It's like and it's like what's how, 
we're we're gonna do is like I when whatever whatever I goes up and goes up for next year. It's like it's it's good stuff, and like your and your skills serves her well here because like I'm really like the thrust of this is just like I'm like Harutaro is the main is like kind of the point of view character here because he's because like he, it's a, he's the new guy and we're seeing a lot of a lot of the stuff through through his eyes, but also um yeah this is also this takes his eyes he, um. As what's apparently I think it's becoming a more common thing in in uh, some mangaka's amagen disease. It's showing like, you know, it's like what what the aspiring manga creator um thing like 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 Harutaro and Shota basically team up to, like they want to become like manga creators, and like we also get to see kind of like what's like what is um what does it take to be a manga creator, um like for for high school for a high school kid, and it's it's handled well even though it's like it. It really only picks up steam in like like the last last two volumes when Seas start publishing manga, and also going to um, going to like going to a like a com a comicette style style event in order to get with an editor, who at first um thoroughly trashes their work just because like you know that's his style. Right. Yeah, and then like once he realizes that you know I've been a complete douche, and then and then they come back to him saying yeah we want to prove that you were wrong. He winds up um. Like um like quick quickly I'm cottoning to their to their approach. Mm. Yeah, that's that's kind of the thing that um like picks up the um focuses on the most on the majority of the like last few volumes. But also, yet um like Kai's relationship with the uh, with their teacher who, in a nice reversal um at first you know you think like that that the their te their uh, teacher is like a really flamboyantly gay gay dude, <laughs> and like th until you realize that oh wait um. You know he's wait. This is the chick. Oh. <laughs> yeah, with, with and it's like it's it's funny because she's having she's having an affair with the, with the other married teachers, and then um after she realizes that this guy just doesn't have her best interests at heart, she's she kind of like gloms on to Kai because he's she mistakes his um confidence and sex appeal for just like a a sure knowledge of how of how um romance manga tends to play out, so he. So she, she gloms on, gloms onto him, and then like starts to develop. And their romance like blossoms in just about all the wrong ways. Hmm. And well, this is this has a lot of the strengths of of, her, of antique bakeries, like the like, real sure knowledge of, of character character interaction and development. The problem is that she's dealing with a, the cast she's dealing with is much too large in order to um in order to work sufficiently into four volumes total. Now, but uh, for. Antique Baker is also four volumes with like main cast of like like four four guys. That's a sufficient area to like to work with to give everyone like equal equal page page time and show them and and like give them like like all their moments to shine and everything. With this though, by the end of the four, it's it's fine for the first three volumes. But then you get to the fourth volume and you start to get you're getting the feeling of we gotta wrap this up now. It's like like um Harutaro and Shota's um, manga creation. Thing, um, comes to a comes to a very quick end. Um, the re the relationship between Kai and Kai and the teacher also gets um really short short shrift as well. And it's like, I guess it's I want it as a self, it's a strength of the series that you know like, I wanted to see more of this, but that, but but didn't get to see it. But you know I just wish that that we she gone to like say six volumes, uh show this the show this year in the lives of the. The characters just cause like that. That probably would have given them, give everyone, every all the characters much more room to shine. Cause like all the all the characters are interesting, even though they, they all kind of um, 
to a certain extent, they all kind of represent like standard um, character types for like high for high school um high school manga type characters. I mean, it's good. It's good. Not quite as good as Antique Bakery, but you know, I, I'd still say it's it's worth your time. Okay. Now her latest series is published like published by Viz for a nice change of pace. And you know, I mentioned earlier that she does a lot of that. She also done a lot of um yaoi or guy on guy work. Sure. Now, now be honest, like much as I like like the stuff that like her stuff, like I have zero interest in checking any of that stuff out because you know it's like there doesn't seem to be any merit to it beyond just you know it's like it's guys having sex with each other and you know it's like that that would probably float a lot of people's boats but not mine. <laughs> now I mention this because um, her latest work Oku is actually does kind of um, deal with that kind of issue but in a way that actually serves the story and is actually a well integrated part of the world because Oku takes place is an alternate history um, work basically takes place in feudal Japan but a feudal Japan that has been ravaged by a disease that has reduced the male population to to a fraction to, to a fraction of its norm of its of its former self so the point that we're now women are like are taking taking over things like there, there's now a female shogunate and like yeah and the women are, are in charge of everything and that and that's 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 a really interesting dynamic with this first volume right here and I, I would have the second volume right here I didn't realize that Amazon was um, was selling the um, first was selling the second volume this week as opposed to next but yeah that's that's those are breaks and this is it's a this first volume is a really really good um, example of world building because she does a good job of setting up this of setting up this, this world of um of a female of a female dominated female dominated um, Japan and also it's and even though it's like you know like there's like there's le much less men in the world like the um the Oku re reference to the title basically the um the, the inner reference to the inner chamber so you see the shogun the, the shogunate's um private harem of men because you know, as as men as um able-bodied men are at a premium in this version of Japan like it is is thought to be the representative of the shogunate's um wealth um, wealth and power that like they can have have like this private chamber of like of several hundred men at at her disposal for her for every whim now as anyone who's read who was familiar with like how how um, feudal japan was or during the it's like during during that era it's like it's you know it's like there's there's a lot a lot of uh like guy on guy action going on there and this is no this is no exception because like with a it's like a like a harem of men with no with no women to um no women to go around. There's lots of that going on. And the main and the main guy, it's like he it's this is one of the greatest examples of bait and this is probably one of those pleasant examples of bait and switch that I've seen in just about any work of fiction. Because like well the main guy, the main character is set up as a uh, as this guy who is just joining to the Oku in order to get out of being um, forced into marriage by his mother. It's like he you see him He's a very um, active guy. He's very good-natured, right? He's a paradigm of humanity. Like he'll just sleep with women, in order any woman free of charge, just in order to hope of giving them a, of a child. But then he re he decides to go and join join the Oku, Oku in order to uh, like make give his family better prospects. So they get a stipend and you know, all sorts of fun benefits. Right. Then he finds out that oh wait, apparently like like one of the traditions for like, guys on their first night is to like to play the woman for the other women, other guys there. 
and like he um, just threatens to beat the shit out of them if they if they hit, if they don't cut the cut this cut this out. Yeah. And then he certainly learns about this stuff. Like you know, it's like hey, it's like these guys like they kind of do this kind of thing a lot. It's like you know, there's no other guys there. It's like yeah, like it kind of conforms to the thing I said back in the Tezuka podcast. Like in that a lot of these cases, like, you know, if it's if the guy's pretty enough, it doesn't seem to matter. Like when it comes to manga, but it's funny because like his objections to this don't stem from like don't stem from his when it just says homosexuality is unnatural because like you know hey you're you're wasting your seed. There's like all these women out there who would want like uh, who would want the chance of conceiving a male child in order to help repopulate Japan, but you're just wasting it on on your own butt sex. I mean, what what the hell? And it's and it's it's interesting. I, so that's that's one of the things I like about it. Like yeah, it's like yes, it's lot lots of gay sex, but it's it's well it, it's well integrated and it's it's well integrated to who are being a part of what the series is about, and that's that's what I like about this. What I also like about it is that the on the main the main character main guy, it's like oh, I wish I could remember his name, but he is um, eventually um, like he's well he's shown to be the point of view character. The what it looks like the real main character of the series is going to be the new female shogunate, who is a very um, parsimonious and stringent and um, and stingy woman who is basically um, out to um, reform the shogunate and basically make it um, much much more cost efficient because like we were, were we're told throughout the series that like, the shogunate's cough, coffers are, are stretched to their to their, to their breaking point and like after it's like after we're introduced to her and she and she um, kills the main character in a symbolic fashion mm-hmm. we get to find out like we we can see like, like the um how thing how she's going to handle things and how and just like what what the future of this world is going to be through her now and like it's great stuff and to be honest like i wish i could have the second volume here to talk about this because like to be honest like this is one of the probably one of the best things i've read all year except for the fact that in a very very rare misstep by viz because like you know like viz their translations for a lot of their stuff are good and they're also, like, for the most part, just generally invisible. Mm-hmm. Now, being invisible for a translation is generally generally a good thing because, you know, it's like, well, say you're doing it, if you're a, if you're a Carl Horn and you're adapting, like, something like the Kurosaki Corpse Delivery Service and you're just, like, being witty like, in the, to serve the spirit of the, of the original translation, that's great. And if you're a skilled, skilled artist Carl Horn, like, I have no problem with you taking as much liberties as that right there. Most of the time, like I want uh, like, being invisible, like the fact that you're not like, don't have you don't have any complaints, like good or bad about the translation, like it's just like it's there, it's helping you communicate the story without any problems. That's great stuff right here. Oku, for the most part, and I don't know if this, um, I have to, I have to admit, I have to assume that this is how Yoshinaga wrote this, um, because I I don't think that um Viz would um go this far in to uh to like to mess mess with their translation is that the, the entire um, speech speech all the speech patterns for all the characters are done in a full Shakespearean type of way mm-hmm. like you get like lots of lots of lots of vowels lots of um, really right. ostentatiously former for, formal um, translation um, speech and it's 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 not that it's off-putting but it's kind of like it yanks you out of the of the dialogue of the of the world right here, it's kind of like, like are these people really speaking, really speaking this way, and 
yeah, it's it's just uh, I don't know. It's it, it really it's not a deal breaker. This is still something I'd recommend to um in to anyone who like who is interested in manga, but um, it's like just like the whole the translation is just kind of like uh, it's. That's a creative licensing choice. It's like yeah. we decided to do it. That yeah, way. it's like I yeah, it's like I, it's, I'm 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 almost hundred percent certain that it was that they're just like honoring um, Yoshinaga's um, ri- original um, like original dialogue in the series, but it's just kind of like it it's come off right. Yes, it's like but but still, it's like it's like next next week once once I find out what other stuff is shipping, I'll, I'm ordering volume two. Yeah, and also um her new her this is also releasing another um other one one volume series called um, All My Darling Daughters in January, and yeah it's like I'm snatching that up right as it comes out because I'm sure that's gonna that's gonna be great as well. Yeah, so so in the end it's like yeah it's like it's it's this is another podcast where I just got nothing almost something but good things to say about an author, but for good reason because like really like Fumi Yoshinaga, he's one of like the most one of the most compelling, compelling authors work working in the field today. Okay, and on that note, wrapping it up for now. And next week, we'll be back with. I'll be talking about one of the more compelling um, authors in America these days. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next time. Later's.